Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. I remember my disco dancing days. 78, 79, 80, the diva of all divas was Donna Summers. And remember, she had that classic. She had like 20 songs. Number one, uh, With a Bullet, Billboard magazine. And one of them, she works hard for the money. She was referring to hookers, prostitutes, ladies of the night. Now you can't even say ladies because it could be transgenders. Who knows what they want to identify with? That's enough Michigash in itself. But believe it or not, we have the Department of Education in New York City, the DOE. The acronym is Dumbest Organization Ever. They now have a book available for high school students. That's right, whether you're in the elite high schools, whether you're in the Mente Mente, Poco Poco high schools, you know, the neighborhood high schools, the vocational high schools, or even in reform school, <laughs> AKA Rikers Island. This book is free for all of the students. And it says that if you're a sex worker, you're a prostitute, you're on your back, you're on your stomach, you're bent over, whatever you are, concubine, gumada, whatever you are, if you're getting paid for your labors, that's good old-fashioned work. Like a clerk in a retail establishment. Like an accountant. Like somebody with a jackhammer who's busting up the asphalt to fix a broken pipe. That is labor that should be honored, that should be exalted, in which you, the sex worker, the street walker, the lady, man, transgender of the night, should be recognized. And I say, and they're spending our tax dollars to do that. What do you go to a vocational high school for that? They teach you the vocation of being a street hooker, a prostitute, a lady, a man, a transgender of the night. Oh, I got my vocational graduation certificate. I'm a prostitute. Yay, mommy and daddy. Great, great. Get out of here. And then, oh, if that ain't worse, we got monkeypox, right? You would say, hey, stop having sex. That's the way monkeypox spreads, especially gay guys stop having sex. And now the CDC, you know, the Fauci controls. Oh, by the way, don't you think it's about time that Fauci resigned? He's got COVID-19. Perfect way to segue him out. So the CDC says, if you have monkeypox, which means you got boils, you look like a gargoyle. It's all over your face, your hands, your body and you still desire to have that urge to merge because you're obsessed, you have an insatiable appetite to fornicate and copulate. Do so, just wear your clothes. Oh yeah, masturbate away from each other by six feet. Now, is this crazy? You would think the CDC would say, if you're infected with monkeypox, you gotta be like a Trappist monk, no sex. Are you, are you kidding? Look at all the people you could possibly infect. But oh no, you gotta be politically correct. You don't wanna all of a sudden say to gay guys you can't have sex. Like when, remember, there was HIV AIDS who was rampant in the bathhouses. Elected officials closed the bathhouses because that's how it was being transmitted. Oh dare, and oh who? Not the group. The World Health Organization said, and by the way, we can't call it monkeypox any longer because it's a stigma on monkeys. 
This is the wild, wacky world of the Curtis National Network of the absurd and ludicrous. Just another home slice. Oh, what have I told y'all? The swagger man, Eric Adams. You have no plan. Look at that customized suit. Ho, 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 ho. It ain't off the rack war from men's wholesale outlet. No. But let's see what Eric Adams did over the weekend, because as you know, crime is accelerating, violent crime, uh, drill rappers, gangbangers, the whole nine yards. Where was our mayor, Eric Adams? He was out in the Hamptons. He was out in the Hamptons getting wine-dined in pocket line by Trendoy's Freakasoids jet setters and those Bitcoin rip-off artists, the cryptocurrency Ponzi schemers, blockchain, People who are buffaloing you for your money, he's taking their money hand over fist. And most of them are white. Now, remember that. Most of them are white. Two fundraisers. While people are getting shot in the streets, people are being robbed, people are being pushed in front of trains. Where's Eric Adams? My guanamai. He's missing in action because it's always about Eric Adams. And then he tells the crowd, oh, I expect to be spending a lot of weekends in the Hamptons. This is according to the people he was shaking down for money. And then he tells page six, well, I didn't mean that. Yes, you did. So he comes back for Juneteenth, and he goes into Central Park. There are only 40 people there for a Juneteenth celebration. And Eric Adams, again, comes out of his mouth, always saying one thing to placate one group, another thing to placate another group, and ultimately what happens, you satisfy nobody. So he's in front of 40 African Americans who themselves are wondering, what's Juneteenth? And he goes on this long diatribe. He's saying, you know, gentrification. Gentrification is just like slavery. And everybody's like, whoa, what the hell do you mean by that, brother? And he goes on to say, well, at one time before there was Central Park, there were 200 freed black men and women who had families, and they lived in the northern meadow of Central Park. And then all of a sudden, Olmstead and everybody else, they seized the property and kicked those free black men and free women out. They call that, what do they call that nowadays? They call that urban renewal, right? <laughs> but anyway, so what is he trying to say? They shouldn't have been Central Park? And he said that was a form of slavery. Now, and then he went further. I'm pimping off what he said years ago at the National Action Network of Al Slim Shady Sharpton, when all of a sudden he got all flustered and flummoxed and angry and said, you go back to Iowa. You go back to Ohio. We were here before you. This is our city, not your city. And I said to myself, whoa, whoa, Eric, I know what you're saying. Let me translate it for the audience. You white hipsters and millennials who have populated the inner city, who have moved into Bed-Stuy, Do-or-Die, Crown Heights, and other neighborhoods throughout the five boroughs. You're basically saying to them that they, they've come in and they're carpetbaggers and they need to go back. You know, like Hillary Rodham Clinton, who came in with the uh, hillbillies and racketeers from Little Rock and then settled in Chappaqua, the whitest suburb in America, Westchester. Is that what you mean? Of course you didn't say that. That's a white person you want to be connected to. So think back. Eric Adams always said, people are trying to change me from who I am. I'm Eric Adams, who stood on that stage with Sharpton and said, go back to Iowa, go back to Ohio, and equated gentrification with slavery for blacks. Blacks? Cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo. 
Eric Adams, your swagger means you have no plan for New York City. I know it's out of the news cycle. It happened a week ago, but there have been no interest in the pursuit of justice here. Let me set the framework. Baseball used to be the American pastime. You're lucky to find any kids who want to play baseball any longer other than Dominican kids who love it, who are passionate about it. But anyway, let's take you to the Little League field in Somerset, New Jersey. Rich, privileged people. And who's coming in to play them? A team from what they now call Satin, Satan Island. Staten Island. And I mean, these are kids who are multitask. You know, they know how to use the Louisville Slugger to hit the rawhide. And then their parents keep the Louisville Sluggers in the trunk of the car. Not for the purposes of going from game to game like Little League parents, but rather so the kids can learn how to settle their beefs by hitting people in the kneecaps, kneecapping them, and making their kneecaps sing and ring. Part of the tradition of Staten Island. So all of a sudden, the score is 16-0. I can't quite figure out who was ahead. Was it the privileged young children of Somerset County, or was it the blue-collar working class of the South Shore of Staten Island? Well, anyway, the coach of the Staten Island team, whose son is one of the players, has beef with the 72-year-old Altacaca Empire, whose father was an umpire, whose grandfather was an umpire, going back to when baseball was invented. And you know where it was invented? Hudson County, Hoboken, uh, Stevens uh, Point Institute of Technology. First game played there. So he, he actually argues with the umpire. Okay, I got it. And then he, bam, knocks him out, breaks his jaw, and you think the other parents from Staten Island would come around and say, hey, Vinny or Sal or, or Joey, stop, stop. No, no. They say, you deserve it. And then they kick dirt in his face. You deserve it. Nothing's happened. No arrests have been made. You don't even read about the guy's name, the coach, which suggests to me that this guy is connected in Staten Island, which does not have an extradition treaty with New Jersey. They will not extradite anyone charged in Staten Island to New Jersey. So how do we resolve this? Because I'm not going to let this be swept under the rug. Borough President Vito Fasella, how come you're not using all of your limited powers to find out which enemy of society is a Little League baseball coach whose son plays for that Little League team who went to Somerset County to play against the New Jersey team, knocked out the umpire, and then the parents came around, said, you deserve it, you deserve it, while well, he's got a broken jaw, 72, and then they're kicking, kicking dirt in his face as if, as if they were all Billy Martin. You know who it is. Do you know what Jersey would have done years ago? They sold out the cocker would have said, the local police don't want to do anything in Somerset County. I call up the borough president's office, right? Not, does nothing. You know I'm going to have to call? Tony Soprano, Paulie Walnuts. Can you imagine Soprano and Paulie Walnuts cross the outer bridge crossing? Find this guy. He's sitting in his house. He's having a new at the cafe. He's reading the New York Post. And then Tony and Paulie Walnuts, bang, 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 bang. Even though they didn't go to the commission, even though they didn't ask permission, and then they blow it up. I mean, what other remedy? With the 72-year-old out the cocker with a broken jaw, 
We don't even know the name of the coach who did it in Staten Island. I realize Staten Island has beef when they go to DJs and Belmars and they get called Bennies and ripped off because they're spending time in the Jersey Shore and the 8 by 4 foot bungalows and getting ripped off. But that's Jersey Shore style. Respect the elderly. And beware that a Tony Soprano may be coming to set Staten Island to settle all scores. Brand new federal holiday, Juneteenth, and I spent the last 72 hours trying to find one person who knew anything about Juneteenth. It's 72 hours I'll never get back in my life. I went to blacks, Hispanics, whites, Asians. I went to immigrants. I went to people born and raised here. I went to even tourists. You know what Juneteenth is? No. Guys working for Verizon. These four big white guys. You know what Juneteenth is? No. Uh, you're a little upset that you have a national holiday you don't know anything about? No, no, because we're getting paid. That's right, double time. It's a national holiday, so we love Juneteenth. In fact, maybe they could expand it to Tuesday and Wednesday, too, so we get uh, golden time, platinum time for working on a federal holiday. That's all they care about, the dollars. And then look at all the exploitation of a holiday that nobody ever knows about. Sales, products, tchotchkes. Who's making that moolah schmoolah? Nobody cares. But Juneteenth, right? You explore it. You say, Juneteenth, oh, that's when the slaves were alerted in Texas, in Galveston. Two and a half years after the Emancipation of Proclamation, of 1863, January 1st, uttered by then-President Lincoln, that the slaves were free. Now, the slaves were only being freed in the 10 Confederate states, but in the border states that had decided to align themselves with the Union in Lincoln, they were permitted a pass on that. They continued to have slavery. See how Lincoln bamboozled them? And so you mean to tell me that black men and black women didn't find out about their freedom until two and a half years later, of course. A, most were uneducated, weren't permitted to read. There were no newspapers that they had access to. Uh, there was no, uh, you know, click, 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 uh, uh, what do they call that? The, you know, the, uh, the Pony Express or any other measure of communicating. Nothing. Two and a half years, they didn't know they were free. Now, I've been to Houston, they celebrated it there. Been to Milwaukee, they celebrated it there. But everywhere else... Nobody knew what Juneteenth was. So in the aftermath of the summer of 2020, when Mr. Floyd is killed by the uh, police officers in South Minneapolis, everybody is going around, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, which turned into big, large mansions. You talk about capitalism in a big way, flipping property. Oh, we, can, we need a holiday. We need a holiday. Well, what about having Abraham Lincoln Day again. You know, because now it's President's Day. We used to have George Washington Day, Abraham Lincoln Day. No, no, they stuck it together with crazy glue. No, that wouldn't be good enough. That would be the Emancipation Proclamation. What about the passage of the 13th Amendment, which went through both houses, Congress and the Senate, and then had to be voted on three-quarters of the state, and it became the law of the land in 1865, when Andrew Johnson, who, other than that, was a horrible president who replaced the assassinated Lincoln, when officially slaves were free and could vote in some places. No, 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 you want to do that. They want Juneteenth. So I say to all of you out there, do you really know about Juneteenth or are you just lip syncing? Even black leaders 
Even our president, Joe Biden, Joe Biden spoke about it, said, oh, yeah, Juneteenth. Uh, that brings me back to Tulsa, a very vibrant black community with merchants and bankers, almost independent and autonomous because of segregation. And the whites came in and burnt it all down. Joe Biden had nothing to do with Juneteenth. But then again, Joe Biden has a lot of problems. But America... America should at least know about Juneteenth before we have a federal holiday. So some guys from Verizon say, yeah, raise the roof, more overtime, more platinum time, more money, more money, more money. We love Juneteenth. Most Americans don't know anything about Juneteenth.